What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. It is so good to have you here today. We're talking about courage. We're talking about growth. We're talking about all of the amazing things with the wonderful Michelle Wong. Hi, Michelle. Hi. I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited to have you here. And I'm so excited to have you here as well, the listener. Um, I'm yeah, really happy you're tuning in again if you're a regular. And if this is your first episode, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, So Michelle is someone that I've known for a few years, actually. I've had the privilege of meeting this woman in person even. And we've seen each other go through a lot of different growth journeys, I would say. Um, but today, Michelle Wong is a courage and growth catalyst. She's a dreamer, initiator, visionary, and she's the host of the Sacred Emergence podcast. And I feel like that title that I just said is like perfect for Michelle because she's also a fellow manifester in human design. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, oh, and I'm really excited to talk with you today, Michelle. Um, I would love for you to introduce yourself on a little bit more of a personal level, like let's get to know you. Let, let the audience get to know you. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you so much for having me on. It's like, I listen to your podcast. So it's such a privilege and honor to be here and uh, hello to all you beautiful listeners. Uh, yeah. So I'm Michelle Wong and um, a little bit about me. So I live in Seattle right now and I've been here for actually the past 17 years. And what brought me to Seattle was, um, was actually my corporate job um, right out of university. And um, so I've been in corporate, well, I was in corporate for like many, 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 many years. Um, But a part of me always felt like this pull to do something else that I was super, just more interested in and like wellness and holistic Mm -hmm. wellness was one of those pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like my story is not really linear, um, (laughs) but I have to say like, one of the things, like we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about courage and growth, um, but part of my story is like I left corporate like three times. Mm-hmm. Like I, I left the first time I went to go back to school to study naturopathic and Chinese medicine, um, and that was during like my Saturn return. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, and uh, it was when I was in school, I just so much was happening that I just realized, no, it's actually not where I really want to be because I really valued freedom Mm -hmm. and seeing myself in school for the next six years. And I was like, no, this is not what I want, especially I'm going to incur like a six figure debt. And I wanted to start making six figure income. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, maybe not this. And so for a big part of my life, it was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, so after I, I left school, I moved back up to Seattle and I went back into corporate because I got scared. Um, and then I spent another three years or so back in corporate. And then I left because I was so burned mm-hmm. out um, and just wanted to, what did I do? Oh, I went to Bali. Yeah. <laughs> so like of Two course. months in Bali. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like I wanted like, this is it. Freedom lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and like, it was just, 
like, you know, figuring out, okay, what's my next thing? Um, and I really like, it was fun. I needed that break. Um, and I spent like nine months just figuring out what I really wanted to do. Um, and it landed me back in like growing my wellness business. And in that time, again, like fear kicked in, went back into corporate, got burned out. And then that, and then I left and that was like two and a half, yeah, two and a half years ago. So like, and now that I'm fully in, you know, entrepreneurial life, it's like, okay, like I finally settled into my body and like really like what's different this time mm-hmm. is my heart set, my mindset and really looking at the courage of moving through the discomfort, you know, and, mm-hmm. and being okay, being seen and just following what feels really good rather than uh, letting the fear lead me. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And I think that's like, um, I was going to ask, like, what do you think is so different this time around, you know? Um, because I feel like it's so hard to sometimes pinpoint because a lot of the changes that change, uh, that happen within us are like so gradual and so slow. Um, I mean, they feel fast in hindsight, but at the time they feel really gradual and slow. Um, and yeah, so it's like you have a different um, outlook on the things that you're doing. Like, do do you, can you put it down to any like specifics? Like you say heart set, mindset and things, but is there anything specific? Or if there's somebody listening who's just like, oh my gosh, I know that feeling, like whether it be like fully committing to their entrepreneurial endeavors or even just like taking what they're doing to the next level or starting the thing, what do you like, what do you have to say to someone who might be in that position? Yeah, you know, I think it might be just from my experience of I've I've left corporate world three times and every single time I've left, like it feels like freedom for at least like two months. And then there's a fear that kicks in somewhere when we're trying to grow a business where it's like, oh, it's not happening fast enough or whatever like story we put to it. And so the third time, maybe the third time is a charm, there was like this level of discomfort, but it was like I've been here before. So like, what would happen if I just sat with it and continued to move through it and trusted myself even more? Mm, that's um, so good. Yeah. And I feel like after there was a, there was a turning point where it's like, it's no longer the fear that's leading me. It's really like my dreams and my vision is bigger than my fears. Um, and also like being surrounded by people who believe in me, you know, that's always mm-hmm. a big support like having that community is huge um Mm -hmm. and so that I think that's the difference it's like I know this feeling of fear what happened like what can I do like what about it can I do differently Mm -hmm. Uh, so I don't go back and create like you know four times the charm you know (laughs) yeah Exactly. So it's like, I, and I think that is the thing is when we really pay attention or we look back at our journey in hindsight, like a lot of the areas where we're quote unquote stuck or we're not receiving the results that we want or whatever it might be, um, we're probably repeating a lot of the same ha- uh, patterns, right? Like uh, a classic example is like you launch a program and you're, you know, not as many people join as you thought. And then it's like the story that you tell yourself in your head. So you launch another one and the whole time you're telling yourself, but last time it didn't go so well and then it doesn't go so well. And then you go, oh, but see, you know, and then it's like this thing, but it's like, okay, well, what's actually, what can I do different? If how I'm doing it is giving me these results, what can I do differently? And it's like, maybe acknowledge that fear, but choose different thoughts you know how would you show up differently how would you show up if you knew this was going to be the best launch ever and kind of like 
giving ourselves those little um, guiding questions, like I think they're always really powerful as well. I like, how can you ask yourself a question that activates you into the right direction? Yeah. And like, I'm not gonna like, you know, there, there were moments where I did go and hunt for a job, but it was a little bit different in terms of like, I knew that, um, like I was still going to hold on to my dream is just like, well, what, like if I can shape a job differently, for example, if I can make it so that it's suiting to my schedule and my desires. And it's so funny, like, like maybe, I think it was maybe like two months ago, like I had an opportunity, uh, and the moment of like the second job interview that came up, it was like, I started to like hit, like, is this what I really, really want? Like, is this what I really, really want? Oh, yeah. And, um, and I was like, well, like, it is remote and it sounds like it can give me a little bit of flexibility and, but like, like it was so interesting because I was thinking like maybe I should just say no you know because it doesn't feel in alignment anymore mm-hmm. and like the universe is like throws me all these prove it moments of yeah of like the interviewer reached out to me like maybe two hours before our second interview and she was like hey like due to like what's happening in the world right now the economy shifting and so the criteria like things have shifted in this position do you still want to interview and I was like oh my God, (laughs) like I totally manifested this moment. And I was like, no, I do not want it, you know? And it's like, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like I'm always being tested. Mm -hmm. Um, and the more I say no to the things that actually don't light me up, it's like, sometimes I like to test myself even like, is this what I really get? No, like the direction I'm going is beautiful. Keep trusting that path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love the way that you said that because it's like, it's a hard conversation because I don't, well, not that hard, but (laughs) I don't think that the universe tests you in like a malicious way, but I do think that it gives you opportunities to, to really stand in what you say that you want to stand for, right? Like if you really want to stand for incredible communication in your relationships and a situation arises that's going to require good communication, otherwise you'll just be bickering or whatever then that's your opportunity. And if you don't show up to that, even though it's probably going to be uncomfortable, even though your first reaction might be to retreat back to bickering or whatever else, gossiping, whatever it is, then, um, you know, if you don't actually stand up to that new standard, then you're not really going to live up to that standard. You're not going to receive the results of living at that standard. And that's just a fact, (laughs) right? So um, yeah, I love that you've been able to recognize that. And I, I find that it's really interesting as well. Like, let me know if you found this, but like, I feel like some of the things that we learn are so multi-layered. So for example, like you might learn something like courage or, um, communication or whatever. And in like one area of your life, you're acing it. You know, you're like, it's so easy to, um, show up fully and completely in integrity with what you say you want in this one area. But then in like maybe your personal life or in another area, it's like way more triggering. (laughs) I feel like that's like so often the case. And I remember like one time to give you like a personal example, when I was like really upping my emotional intelligence, I was just like the most emotionally intelligent person ever when it came to like clients. If like a hater commented on my stuff, if someone like said something to me or was pushing one of my boundaries I was just like I will communicate with you so beautifully so much emotional intelligence and then like my sister would do something and I'd be like la, la, la. <laughs> like you know <laughs> and um 
I mean, I recognized it and I could shift it, but it is so funny because the universe knows your biggest trigger and that's usually where it's going to test you. And I, I remember, I think I was even at the time saying something like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to like, I want to up my communication. I want to up this. I want to up, up level in this area of my life. And I was expecting it to come through something in my business where I like knew I could handle it. And then it came into my personal life and I was like, oh, but <laughs> I handled it. But it was like, I didn't want it to come this way. Why like this? <laughs> Have oh you experienced God. something like that as well? I, um, for me, it would be in relationships. I think it's like the biggest, like relationships are such an opportunity for us to really test our growth. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like, I will, like, I'll study all the things and I'll just master, like, I got it down. Like I, I, like I get it. I took that workshop and then boom, something like he'll say something like, you know, and like now my ex would say something like, you know, it's just like, (gasps) how dare you, you know? Oh my God. In those moments you forget. (laughs) I know. And it's like, we know all the things they're just living in their own world. They have a different communication style. Their love language is different, but how, how effing dare you? (laughs) Exactly. Oh my gosh. She's funny. Yeah. And that, I think that is such a, such a big part of growth, right? Is, and, and also like how we can laugh at ourselves now. I think we do have to have compassion for ourselves. Like you don't need to be so serious sauce all the time. And like, I don't know, beat yourself up about it. I think there's a huge difference between, I mean, I'd love to hear your opinion because this is literally what you do is help people with this growth and this courage. Um, but yeah, like for me, I always think that if we really want to grow, being hard on ourselves is actually limiting our growth, like beating ourselves up for not doing it properly. Like if we just recognize it, celebrate that we recognized it and then move on, (laughs) we're going to have growth so much easier and it's going to feel a lot better as well. Yeah. I mean, I love what you said about like making sure we have humor and can laugh at ourselves because that's like, that's all part of it. We can't take ourselves too seriously. And like one of the things for me is like, like I'm committed to showing up. Right. Mm -hmm. And like showing up doesn't mean perfection. It's like complete opposite. (laughs) And it's like, well, I'm just going to put myself out there and this is how it is today, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And like, that's, that's for me is like being willing to just to be ourselves and not having this judgment when I don't know. It's like, it's not the perfect day or whatever, where we have an off day. Um, mm-hmm. Cause that's, that's like, honestly, like the, the posts that I put out there where it's more vulnerable, that gets the most like engagement mm-hmm. and it's not even, yeah. And it's like, it's uncomfortable to do it, but like, it's the most real cause people can relate. Um, and like that to me is really like a lot of people fear that they fear like not seemingly perfect like not being perfect Mm -hmm. Um, but that's the most interesting in my opinion oh totally and I feel like we we're our own harshest critic you know like we place that expectation on ourselves but anybody else who shows up like messy hair oh I just had a hard moment oh this didn't go to plan you're just like I love you thank you for being so honest (laughs) you know so it's like we, um, yeah, we see that in other people. And I think that's, uh, there's a lot to be said for those of us that really do want to be leaders in this world, because it takes us stepping into that vulnerability um, in order to do that. Like we can't lead with only fully expressing part of ourselves. Right. And it's like, I, th- I, that's the piece. It's like when, you know, I work with people, there's like, I, I'm scared what people are going to say. I'm scared people aren't going to, um, I don't know, be interested. Like there's all these fears and these stories that we tell ourselves, but mm-hmm. 
um, we, ha- we have to be willing to risk it, mm-hmm. you know, and then see what happens. And usually what happens is pretty magical. So. Yeah. Honestly, I'd say like, that's one of the things that keeps blowing me away is the magic that really does happen when we step into things with um, a huge amount of courage. Um, and I'd love you to speak on that a little bit. Like what does courage mean to you? Um, yeah, let's start there. Yeah. So, uh, you know what, like, uh, okay. So cur- I Courage is the willingness to get outside our comfort zone. Like mm-hmm. that to me is because when I do that, no matter what the result is, I always feel alive. Yeah. And there's that, the connection to like the feeling of like the bravery, aliveness, it's connected to courage because it's like a part of it is an act of faith. Um, I'm going to do the thing that is scary. Um, and for whatever reason, it's like our cells wake up because we're no longer asleep in those moments. Um, yeah. well, that to me is what courage, like that's my definition of courage. I love that. And I love how you described the like feeling of it, because I would say that's really accurate in my own experience as well. It's like, you really feel like you're living. You're just like, I did that. <laughs> like, you know, no matter what it is, like, I feel like it's even things like, um, when like you get the wrong order at the cafe and then you're just like, um, excuse me. I actually ordered and then afterwards you're like damn I'm a badass <laughs> <laughs> I spoke up for myself yeah yeah and I mean um there's a lot to be said about that sometimes we fear that like that people are going to get upset but that's where good communication comes in just be nice you'll be fine you know <laughs> like it's all good yeah. um but in terms of cultivating courage like do you think it's courage is something that you can just like choose is it something that you learn is it something that you're born with like Talk to me about that. Yeah, I definitely think it's something that can be cultivated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it it just requires a willingness to 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 do it. Um, and like like when I say that, you know, human design pops into my mind because not everybody is just do it. <laughs> I like we're like the manifestor <laughs> people, so we just do it. But yeah. even like whatever, like um, there has to be like you have to want it first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it really is a muscle that needs to be developed. But with every, like with every action that we take that is courageous, I believe it leaves like a cellular imprint, like a memory. And that's yeah. like the feeling of it being alive. Um, so the more we're willing to do it, the, more, the easier it becomes. And then the easier it becomes for us to follow our dreams, right? Because we start building that muscle and it, mm-hmm. we know that feeling and it, it feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that's like, uh, exactly my experience. It's like, it's so much easier to be courageous when you for sure know it's going to work out. Like at the beginning, you're like, I'm a hundred percent crazy. Later, you're just like, this is the right amount of crazy. <laughs> you know, <Perfect> crazy. <laughs> yeah, I am perfect crazy. And that's why I get what I want. <laughs> yeah. And it's like having like the, the gumption to, to do things differently, right? We mm-hmm. need, we need a new way of doing things. And so it's, and it's, we need more role models of people who are doing that. So mm-hmm. that's like, and like part of my work is around inner leadership. So it's like, can you lead yourself in a way where um, you become your own role model and then other people can, you know, mm-hmm. align with you? Mm, yeah, I love that. And I totally agree. And to the point that you made earlier about human design as well, I just wanted to throw that in there because one, you do work around human design, which is really cool as well. Like you integrate that, which I think it's like, to me, I think it's a really important part. Like, I don't think everybody needs to do it, but I do think that when you utilize human design in your work, it's so powerful because like for me, for example, I don't coach 
two of my clients the same because even if they're both projectors, they're different types of projectors. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's really powerful to know that because you can, anyway, I'm going on a tangent, but you can support them in such a powerful way. Um, but in terms of the just do it thing that you said, I think it's like, um, sometimes for those of you that know human design, sometimes it's easy to use this as an excuse when you're not a manifester though, because you can be like, well, I'm not a manifester. I have to wait to respond. And, but then you kind of like change the definition of waiting to respond <laughs> like right. when you feel safe. Um, and it's like, I, it's how, how would I explain it? It's kind of like the, when the idea comes through, you get the sign da, 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 da. it's like you, let's say, for example, you know, you want to hire a coach and that, you know, that's the right decision. And then a coach that you resonate with talks about their one-on-one coaching. That's an opportunity to respond or even they exist. Hello. <laughs> that's an opportunity yeah. to respond as well. You know, so it's kind of like we, we channel through our intuition, the thing to do, and then we use our authority of when to action, it, like when to action it, um, or, you know, but then it's like, it's still going to feel scary in the moment. It doesn't, all the other types don't mean that it's going to feel comfortable when you get to the point. So that's, I think where the just do it thing comes in. It's like, it's within your authority and your strategy, but just do it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love that you said that. Cause I know people who will use their human design as a crutch to yeah. not take action. Yeah. Um, and it's like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, that's not the point, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. So I'm glad you, you mentioned that. Mm, exactly because um if anything it's supposed to liberate you not right. box you in <laughs> exactly like that's that's it like it's really deconditioning from how we think it should be and then really just trust trust the wisdom that's coming through yeah love yeah. that cool well is there anything else that you feel really like inspired to share around the this topic or anything else that's coming through that you would love to share with the audience or any tips or advice or I don't yeah. know anything I mean, like, I just know that when we lean into our desires and like start taking the action, like, like trust that the magic will unfold because mm -hmm. like, I feel like a lot of times our stories get in our way. Um, and there's like, well, the what if, and like all like the, I don't know, it's like the cloudiness and the fears, but like, we have to be willing to see a bigger vision. Mm. Um, and to, and to just take that one step. Cause like, like I hold like a membership group called the courage collective and I'm always encouraging my members like, okay, like what's, what's next for you? Like do the thing. And they're like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then, you know, two weeks go by, I'm like, what's happening. <laughs> and it's like the fear gets in the way. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, like just mm -hmm. take that action because you already made this decision. So follow through with your decision. It doesn't even matter the results, but like mm -hmm. to you. Um, and mm -hmm. like, that's like, if I have to say anything, like that's it. And cause I, I understand that cause I used to be there, you know, but it's like, it's, it's taking that thing of like that brave, that, you know, that courageous act that is big for you. But from my perspective, it's like, it's one step. Yeah like the more we're willing to do that the more we can see our power and, mm -hmm. and celebrate it versus um hide from it mm, I love that and I love how you said like um stay committed to the decision that you already made because 
it's like we can get really caught up within the actions as well. But it's like if you decide that you're going to be an online coach, if you decide that you want to take your income to the next level, if you decide these things, then it's like stay committed to the version of you that has that. Um, how, how can you kind of be in alignment with making decisions, viewing the world in that space? Yes, it's going to be scary because you're not there yet. You know, mm-hmm. It's going to be uncomfortable. But um, if we can stay committed to the desire, the ultimate decision of what you're stepping into versus your current place, the current fear, the current conditioning, the current situation, you're going to like, your life's literally going to change so fast. Yeah. And a part of it is like, it's like doing the thing, but also we need to have self-care practices that ground us. Mm, Right. And I think that's, yeah, that might be the piece that like, um, that, like people might feel unstable. Like, I don't know, like whatever, like is happening through their nervous system. Like it's important to have some type of meditation practice or a way to spend time in nature, whatever helps you really nourish yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, so it's not just always putting yourself out there, especially if you're like an introvert, mm-hmm. but it's like, we need, in order to grow, we got to do the thing that's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but have like a practice where you can, you know, get grounded. Yeah, I love that you said that because that's where kind of like the whole holistic piece comes in where it's like, it's all the things. It's not just you doing, 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 doing in your business. It's like, it's the well-rounded bit. And I think as well, we can be more intuitive. We can be more courageous when we feel good, when we're taken care of, right? When we're enjoying ourselves. Like if you're really loving your life, it's a lot easier to, um, like loving your life, I guess, from from a nurturing perspective and gratitude for where you are and marrying that with a desire for what else you can experience like yeah it becomes easier so good yeah like it's definitely not hustle like it's mm-hmm. a very different energy and like like there's like the doing can be masculine but it's, there's also a femininity to it if we just allow it to flow through us rather than mm-hmm. stop it and so I'm very much like into like you know balancing the masculine and the feminine but especially mm-hmm. with women like if we lean into the feminine, there's so much that can come through and we're incredibly powerful when we allow Mm -hmm. for that. Exactly. And in my experience, it's been like, it's almost like we allow so much space for the feminine to kind of guide us and lead us. And then we utilize our masculine to um, bring that into manifestation, right? Like that we, we trust our intuition. We take care of ourselves. We nurture ourselves. And then when we know what to do, we use the masculine to do it. But rather than kind of what we sometimes traditionally think we have to do in business, which is like lead with the action first, right? Right, right. Yeah. 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 So like for me, like I have like a journaling practice, you know, Mm -hmm. or like, like it's so different for everybody. But um, I know that for me, when I really stepped into entrepreneurship, like I, the anxiety kind of melted away when I finally like owned it. Um, and I was like, you know, my life is amazing. Like Mondays feel so magical. And <laughs> like, it's like you mentioned it before of like the, having that gratitude, right? Mm. There's a place of really like nurturing who we are, where we're at, that um, taking that next step becomes a lot easier because there's this level of, I think trust is like the foundation, right? That we're always going to be supported. Yeah, I 100% agree. I love that. Amazing. Where can people connect with you if they want to kind of be in your vibe and learn more about you and what you do? Yeah. So uh, Instagram is a place where I hang out. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's michellewong.xo. 
And then I also hang out a lot on Facebook. Um, you can friend me on Facebook. Just look me up, Michelle Wong. There's a lot of Michelle Wongs, but follow Viola and then yeah. follow me. the thread. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the links will also be in the show notes. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I also have my podcast, Secret Emergence. So um, people can check me out there as well. Yeah. And I was also on your podcast. So that yeah. Was cool. Oh my God. You're, yeah. you're high up there in number of listeners. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. so good. Mm talked about abundance no doubt <laughs> like most likely oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um amazing well thank you so so much for joining us today um it's been really awesome to hear your perspective and i'm just like so happy seeing you do the work that you do and yeah it's so powerful and to the listeners i love you thank you for being here again if you love this episode i'd be so honored if you take a screenshot that you're listening post on your story tag me at viola hug tag michelle as well which what, what was it again the instagram handle at michellewong.xo yeah that's the one and yeah we'll see you on the next uh next hold on. <laughs> we'll see you on next week's episode thank you thank you thanks again michelle bye-bye thank you